What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast. My name is Brett. Today, my guest is my longtime friend, bandmate, and all-around charismatic dude, Mr. Luke Justin Roberts, or the LJR, as he is now known. He's been working on uh, launching his solo career now for a little while, and uh, also working on a new original album. Um, we don't see each other as much these days, so it's always cool to check in and kind of see what he's been up to. Um, for those of you that are friends or fans of his, uh, you know he does some pretty amazing music videos, both in front of and behind the lens. Um, you can check out his YouTube channel, which goes by his namesake, and I will uh, try to link that in the episode description. Um, he's also promoting his next live online show, which goes up uh, s- Sunday, September 6th at 8.30pm, which I will also try to add the link for. Um, in any case, whether you're friends of his or friends of mine, thanks for tuning in. It's been a little, little while since the last episode. Uh, lastly, I should mention, if you're in a band or a local musician and you want to do an episode, you can always hit me up. And uh, other than that, hopefully everybody's uh, staying safe and sane, and uh, enjoy the episode. What's up? What's going on, sir? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, surviving like everybody else. Yep. Your your hair. Maybe I'll take a quick screenshot of this for the uh, actual podcast, just to just to document your hair right now. Oh, is it? It's uh, it's it's got a it's got a temperament going on right now. I don't know what to describe it as. Like an emotional temperament but, or a, a color. Yeah, definitely, I think, emotional, but maybe also just, you know, a little wild, a little crazy. I'm, I'm about that. So I, uh, Marissa dyed her hair um, recently, and um, we were hanging out, so I was like, you know what, I might as well try this on mine, because it's a temporary hair dye, and it it, it probably went out after like one or two washes, uh, but I tried like a blue kind of color. And it was actually pretty cool. It ended up being more teal, and it kind of brought out my eyes. And I think I might try to do right. something a little bit more, uh, not like permanent, but like if it could last for a couple months, that could be cool. Yeah, it's kind of Super Mario E. <laughs> it's kind of like Super Super Mario a little bit, maybe. Yeah, it's got that vibe. You, I could see it being blue. Okay, sweet for sure. Sweet. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um. So yeah, first things first, I guess. How's that uh, elusive album going, dude? It's uh, yeah, that that's been going. Um, not as much progress in the direct path as I was hoping. Um, you know, I was definitely hoping at this point to have three or four songs completely done. And what what's happened is uh, instead of progress on the music directly, there's been progress on the behind the scenes team that's going to be able to make it possible um, that'll help me overcome some of the stuff that I've personally been struggling with a lot. Like one of my major challenges um, is I know that I I'm capable of a lot of things and there's short bursts where I can be super productive and get like a ton done. Um, But I really struggle to project manage myself effectively. 
So, so do you need, yeah, it sounds like maybe you need like a therapist instead of a producer. Right. So I, yeah, yeah. And I've, I've done a lot of the producing for my songs. Felix and I have done most of it. Most of them, I kind of come with a pre-produced song and then he'll help me tune it and, you know, throw in some ideas. So we kind of co-produce in that way. Um, and that's been really yeah. great. Um, but yeah, I've, uh, therapy has definitely been helpful. Uh, but one of the other things has been Daniel and I have worked out a lot of our issues to the point where now, um, we're able to work together much more effectively, uh, as a team. Nice. And that's been huge. Um, because now with his project management skills and my ability to just follow processes really well and get things done really quickly, uh, and just figure out how to do things. Uh, it means we can have my rate of progress um, when I'm really effective at it, combined with Daniel helping me to do that all the time. So we make a really good team with that. So that's that's been good. And part of what Daniel's good at is finding talented people. So we've connected with um, a potential manager person uh, and a nice. potential college booking agent. So we're you know just we just started talking with them recently, and we're starting the conversations. And, you know, the one of the, the booking agent is now reaching out to colleges to try to book us live streaming gigs where, you know, we can just do a whole concert live streamed for them. Um, so we'll see how those go. Um, you know, I think it, it pretty much just started uh, in terms of um, being able to actually reach out to people at colleges. Um, but hopefully that'll yeah, work it out. Might be, it might be too technical of a question in the sense of like, I don't know if college is even happening this semester. I guess it's all online. Right. Um, and that's the idea is that because it's online, they need an online event for their student events. Like they have no no community, you know, kind of activities and culture and that kind of stuff on yeah. campus. So it has to be all virtual. So we're just proposing an option for that. So even though budgets have been so, slashed at colleges, um, they still have some money for this. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, yeah, I mean, as someone who just uh, finished an online class... I guess what would it be like through Blackboard or, or how does that work? Do you know? Like, would it be hosted by the campus's server? So or like yeah. So it would probably we'd probably have a couple options depending on what the campus wanted to do. Um, if the campus has a YouTube channel, we could just stream straight to that YouTube channel. Or if they had a Facebook page, we could stream right there. Or if they wanted a okay. custom live streaming link um, that you know is not publicly accessible. Uh, you know, we could provide that option as well. So there's lots of different live streaming platforms that you can use. Uh, and we would just hook up our setup to send to that particular platform. So are you looking for schools that are kind of like doing that with a bunch of people? Or are you trying to do this more on your own? Or like, how did that come about? Uh, it came about because Daniel realized that, you know, with all these schools uh, that can't have typical, you know, entertainment, typically schools will... We'll book a lot of different artists to come and do coffee houses and different shows like that. And they pay them really well. It's like 1500 to $3,000 just for a one-hour set uh, plus travel. I read, that in the, I read that in the Ari's Take book. I mean, yep. Yep. that was pre-dark pre dark ages, though. Right. So, so now that can't happen uh, anymore. But in a way, yeah. uh, if you have the capability, it can actually be more advantageous because, um, you know, typically at a school... The school is paying you, but they're also paying an audio guy and they're paying for the space rental and all the people, all the staff to run the event. So it's really way more expensive than that. So as an artist, since we can do our in-house audio production and live streaming, we can actually include the charge for that in the concert. 
So we did some research and colleges said, you know, on average, they're willing to pay between $3,000 and $7,500 for an event like that. So that's pretty cool. So we're hoping that we can kind of shoot it straight down the middle and do a 5K event uh, and see how that goes. So, well, your streams are pretty good. So, I mean, you got the the quality there. It's just a matter of figuring out, I guess, how to market it, which, again, I'm sure you're on top of. Thanks, dude. So. Yeah, we're we're trying. We put together um, we put together some some promotional pages on our websites uh, that feature like what the stream looks like and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we actually we upgraded the streaming setup so that I can use my my stabilizer moving around and live stream that angle, which is pretty sweet. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so yeah. It definitely makes it a little bit cooler. Uh, not that the other one's bad, um, but the static angle definitely doesn't have the level of like whoa factor uh, that the stabilizer <laughs> does. So. Yeah, you're gonna get Caleb back in there to uh, to man that ship. Yeah, man. You gotta have somebody man <laughs> nice. in the comments too. That that'd be that'd be sick. But yeah, dude, that that actually yeah. kind of leads into one of the most exciting things that's been going on recently, which is um, Daniel and I have been working on um, creating a fully integrated system for our artistry marketing. So you know, we've got these funnels that have been working and building the Facebook fan groups and that kind of stuff. Um, and one of the pieces that we just integrated um, from the Modern Musician course is this automated metrics tracker, which pulls in all the different sites that you're using to you know, market and to sell stuff. And it basically takes all those numbers and automatically gives you like an ROI, like how well did you do this week on a, or this day or this month and everything. So it plugs into Facebook, pulls those numbers. It plugs into our merch stores like Shopify and pulls those numbers. Um, and it plugs into our ticket sales. Which, and this this is actually the most the thing I'm most excited about um, is even like the automated metrics tracker is awesome, um, but the coolest thing is that we're able to plug it into these uh, live stream concert Eventbrite events that we're creating, and nice. on there uh, we figured out a way to to like legit sell tickets for our live stream events. So I just launched um, my first concert on Sunday. Um, and what we're offering is it's a donation-based event. You don't have to pay anything to come, but if you donate up to ten dollars, you know you get a you just get access to the concert, um, and there's nothing special that comes with it. If it's ten to twenty-four dollars, then we'll send you like the starter pack thing with like the uh, pop socket and signed photo and stuff. And then if you do a um, if you do twenty-five to forty-eight dollars, then you'll get a T-shirt. And if you do nice. like forty-nine. Um, Plus, uh, you'll get a T-shirt and you'll get access to a VIP meet and greet Zoom call where, you know, we're all just kind of chatting after the show. Uh, and we're like, you're not going to fly to their house. Yeah, not not this time. Next time. Yes. Flights are flights are pretty cheap, man. That's true. You'll probably get there for 50 bucks to say hi and then fly back out again. It, that's true, man. I keep getting emails from Spirit <laughs> that's like flights are 90 percent off book now. There's no better time to travel. I'm like, oh, my God. But uh <laughs> So I, I didn't know how ticket sales would go, um, but dude, the, the first day that um, I launched the event and promoted it on one live stream um, and did like one email blast, I sold $340 in tickets. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Cause, and the average ticket value, like almost everybody is buying uh, the VIP meet and greet. So the, nice. the average ticket value is over $50. That's a lot of Zoom calls. Well, it's, they're not all private Zoom calls. It's it's a group Zoom call where so. we can all like interact with each other, um, and you know, kind of do it that way. 
Um, and then we'll have like specific sections where, okay, you know, now it's time for Kelly and we'll have like a couple minutes there, just us talking and then we'll switch to Antoinette and then we'll switch to, you know, kind of go through like that. Yeah. And then got to get the shout out. Yeah. Shout out into Antoinette. Right. And, uh, dude, one of the other things that's cool about it, uh, is that Eventbrite actually has affiliate links. Um, so I'm contacting different promoters that have no events to promote and I can give them a cut of the profits. So if they promote the event with their link, they get 10% of the ticket sales, which is actually not bad. Makes sense. So, yeah. Um, cause they don't really have to do a whole lot. Yeah. All they do just is just fire out a link. Exactly. That's it. Um, so I texted Brian, but I, I think I might, his number might've changed or something because it looks like it didn't really go through or something. Um, maybe he blocked me. I don't Fish know. Fishhead. Yeah. Fishhead Brian? Brian Smith. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you could hit him up on Facebook that he usually eats on there. Yeah, I'll hit him up again. But I contacted uh, two different, like, smaller indie radio stations, and both of them were, like, super into it. And they were really grateful for it, too, which is cool. So, hmm. it's all, and it's what's kind of beautiful about it uh, is, you know, it's like a role reversal in a way where, you know, typically there's one promoter and there's like 10 bands that are playing an event. And the promoter's like, all right, well, yeah. you, you get a percentage of the ticket sales that you bring to the show, right? Or the tickets that you sell for the show. And now it's like reversed where I've got, you know, this event that I'm doing as an artist and I'm contacting like, you know, 10 different promoters and telling them, hey, you get a percentage of the tickets that you sell for this show kind of thing. So it's kind of a, yeah. a beautiful, a beautiful, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the word is there, but. A little bit of payback. Yeah, it's a pay. Yeah, payback is not the word I would actively use. It's but, not vindictive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's just role reversal. Yeah, a beautiful irony, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, times have changed. That is for sure. Yeah, but it so. honestly it works out well for everybody, you know. Yeah. So. But yeah, man. So we'll we'll Word. see what happens. There's a lot of people that are still looking to buy tickets. Um, so I'm hopeful that we can get to a thousand dollars in ticket sales. That's kind of like the goal. Um, and we'll, we'll see it's, you know, there's still three yeah. weeks left until the concert. So how much to camp out in your yard? <laughs> it's a great question. Distance, of course, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should offer that as a reward. Antoinette actually was like, I'm totally, I might be in Maryland for the sixth. So yeah. you never know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just put down, uh, you know, some little markers in the yard. Just have Daniel cut stripes or little boxes out in the, in the yard, and then yeah. you can't leave your box. Yeah, and uh, there you go. We can we can put like um, like kerosene or some type of oil, like flammable oil, <laughs> yeah. in the moats that are like the, the dug things, and then light it on fire yeah. so nobody can go between, and it, it literally will kill the COVID that's like wafting between the the spaces. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to go. Um, I don't know. Pyrotechnics are probably trickier to do on the live stream in general, I imagine. Yeah, probably. Yep. I guess you don't need smoke fans anymore or anything like that. Or maybe you do. Maybe you still use that. I don't know. Uh, I haven't used them in a while. Um, Have you tried different, like, ambiences on the live streams? Like, I don't know, like a theme night? Not yet. Like, sometimes you put, like, you know, use the fog machine maybe one night and you know, come out of the darkness or then another night it's like seventies night or something like that. Dude, I, like, I, don't know. I, I totally should. One of the things that, um, that, uh, is, a uh, one of the things I need to work on is being a little bit more intentional about planning out each live stream. Um, since I've been trying to manage so much, um, honestly, what I'll do is I just commit to, Hey, I'm just going to show up. I'm going to go live 
and that's what I can do, you know, and I'm now I'm trying to do a giveaway every week, but, um, you know, planning out too much stuff ahead of time can, with everything else I've got going on, kind of be overwhelming. So, and then sometimes it can make me feel like just not even doing it. So that's part of where working with Daniel is going to be really effective because he helps me to plan all that stuff out. He's really good at that. So we can work together to hopefully add a lot more. So one of the plans is to add, uh, is to do a monthly concert where it's a lot more intentional with this moving angle. We could do some of those smoke effects and other stuff and really make it like, um, like super dope. So yeah, that would be an interesting way to go. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would matter or not, if people would be into it, but Hey, it might be worth a try. Yeah, I definitely think so. Although, uh, I still need to tell Daniel I keep getting like six texts per live stream that he does. Oh yeah, I don't know. I wonder how. <laughs> I'm you... not sure if that's on purpose. But... <laughs> you should get I'm one. Like, okay. We should be getting one on Thursday, and I think two, two or three on on Saturday. I told him up front, like I think this is a little much, uh, and he was like, "Well, you yeah, know, maybe I... it is, but we can try it." And I'm like, "Well, you know, you you can, I'll, I'll do it your way because this is this is your your fan base." But uh, I recommend no. But um, I feel like it's, it's. I'm getting texts like it's a NASA launch or something. Yeah, there's like <laughs> ten seconds stages. left. <laughs> yeah, before the before the rocket lift off or whatever. Right. Which hey, maybe maybe that is the uh, the goal or that's what this live stream's supposed to be. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, not to take anything away from Danielson. Just figured I'd mention that. Yeah, that's definitely one of the interesting things about the business side of things is. You always you kind of have to go a little bit too far to figure out where the line is with some things, and yeah. you're just kind of trying stuff and like, oh, this worked really well. Wow, this this fell on its face, and everybody hated this. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but then it's hard to tell too, I guess, because, well, I don't know. Maybe your your audience is pretty interactive, right? So you you pretty much immediately know if if something worked or something didn't. Yeah, I mean, it also depends. Um, on the on the specific day or well some of it's going to going to depend on the time of day and like when I post and everything but part of it's also like how much I've been posting in general um, and what the content is on its own so like for example recently I've been posting a lot of these links to this site called Indie Star Radio where uh, one of their uh, booking agents actually found me through the ads that I run and they had me on the show and I got to be artist of the week this last week and now they just nominated me for like um, best male vocalist of the year on their as one of their nominees. They got probably like six nominees for the for their show, uh, which is really nice. cool. Um, so I'm posting. The, Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. So I'm I'm posting the link uh, to this site uh, pretty regularly because uh, people can also vote for my song in a top twenty one countdown every week and all that kind of stuff. Um, and there's like not a whole lot of engagement on the posts that have the links in it. Uh, and part of that's just because, you know, it's it's a Facebook, it's a link that's taking people somewhere else off Facebook and Facebook doesn't like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. And part of it's also because there's a lot of people in my group, like there's probably 1,200 people in the fan group, but only, I don't know, on a really good post, probably 130 people, um, you know, maybe 140 people actually, you know, look at it and, and react and all that stuff. Um, so trying to figure out how to engage all those people better. A lot of it is that they just haven't engaged in a while because I either didn't post content for a couple of days or the content that they saw wasn't as relevant to them or whatever it was, so they just didn't see it anymore. So trying to figure out how to yeah. kind of keep stroking that and getting everybody involved and getting people who've left to be re-involved 
uh, is challenging. So, but it's a, uh, hmm. it's one of the problems that you always just got to keep working on. Yeah. So how many platforms are you on now? Are you on all of them? Like even the more lesser known ones, like say Twitch, um, TikTok. Yeah. T- technically, uh, technically I'm on all of them. I'm not actively on any of them really, except for Facebook. That's, that's kind of the one I'm really pushing on right now. Um, I have okay. an Instagram. I post some content there, but it's not very regular. So, yeah, I've been hearing some people talk about like uh, Twitch being pretty good for live streams, and then also YouTube, I guess. Yeah, does its own live stream. Yeah, any any platform so. can be great uh, for live streaming. The main challenge is that people try to do too much too quick, and you just gotta hmm. you gotta be dedicated enough and spend enough time on each platform. Um, in order to really get good results with it. So like only after, you know, a couple of years of really trying to work with Facebook um, to make things work well for me, am I finally getting pretty good results? And I don't even think I'm getting optimal results yet. Like I could probably do a lot better overall if I really utilize the tools effectively. For example, there's a new tool that I just discovered that you've been able to do for a little while where you can message people who've messaged your page with a bot. Um, Mm -hmm. like I've been running, I have a bot that responds to ads and stuff, but they restrict it. So you can't message people after one day. Uh, if you know, like if, if it's more than a day since your bot last sent them something, then you can't send them anything ever again, automated, but you can actually pay to run a different form of ad directly as a message. Um, and then when you open the message, it just says, and small little text sponsored message at the top, but most people probably aren't going to notice that. And if you do the message, well, and they do want to interact with your content, then they'll probably open it. Yeah, I just wonder, you know, too, about, I guess, because different age groups are on different platforms, how that all works out and how you go about trying to target that. Because I guess, you know, Facebook's kind of for the older millennial generation now. Yeah. Or not even millennials, if anything, you know. Yeah. Um, and then everybody's on something different. And sometimes I guess it's just random. Some. Some people are on Twitter and that's it. Or some people are on Facebook and that's it. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm just wondering. There's there's definitely you would a think you'd be you'd think there'd be a way to like sync everything, but I guess there really isn't. There's there's been some attempts to be able to do that before, um, in terms of like when you post one piece of content, just post it out to everything. Um yeah. Hootsuite was an example of that. Some people still use that. It allows you to schedule content, you know, to all these different groups and stuff, all these different platforms. I, I've seen that some people have good results with it. I personally don't think it's that great because it kind of, you know, each each platform is a little different and wants a slightly different form of content. Um, and people are there for different reasons. So if you're posting the exact same content to everything, um, word for word. You know, if people are following you on all the platforms, they're not going to engage on every platform. They're just going to kind of pick their main one. So I think it's right now my feeling is unless you have a team that's able to really individually handle every different type of content uh, or platform, then it's probably better to just stick to one uh, and just really get Mm -hmm. that one working and spend a lot of time on that one. Fair enough. You are the master at this stuff. (laughs) So... (laughs) Or at least you're, at least you're uh, getting there. I'm, I'm trying, man. I feel like all the time there's just all this new stuff that I'm, I'm learning about and not doing yet. So I feel like, wow, I just, I'm just so far behind. But, you know, there's definitely a lot of stuff I've learned and I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. So any uh, anything new 
going on around the house other than uh, you and Daniel, you know, getting along again? Um, let's see. Well, like I can run again. I I had some like yeah. weird knee foot injuries uh, for a little while that were stupid, um, and now that's better. So I've been been running. My knee started to feel a little bit weird last week, and now it seems to be doing a little bit better. So things think things should be getting more back to normal. Um, that's good. You hitting the trails or hitting the pavement? Uh, trails, yeah. Because with the trails, yeah. like you know, I don't the the pavement can be really hard on your knees. Um, and yeah. I just love the active, you know, being out there in the woods. I just enjoy it more. And uh, the scent yeah. of the air and everything. Like, I can I can honestly, I can run way farther on trails simply because I just get lost out there. I just love the feeling of being out there. And, and I just feel like I'm on this adventure. I don't know. It's it's yeah. great. Yeah. I've been uh, running a fair amount up here at Patapsco. Nice. It's been, it's been nice just because, like, you can jump in a river and all that like yeah. afterward so that in itself is pretty motivating especially on a hot day yeah i i gotta do that um because i've also been driving up to patapso a good bit actually to run up there um so maybe we'll see each oh, other yeah. that'd be fun um what are we not allowed to run together anymore well not we gotta run run distance <laughs> Dis- <laughs> you're, distance you're, running <laughs> you're faster than me anyway so it's not like i ever could really <laughs> keep up that close uh, i wonder yeah maybe there's I would love to be able to like do more active stuff with people. Um, I thought we weren't doing anything active at all as a family with other people. Um, like, and, but then my dad like you know tells me like, oh, I'm going on a bike ride this morning. And we're like, okay, cool, have fun. Turns out it was like a oh, celebratory yeah. bike ride for um, Chuck. For Chuck, yeah, <laughs> for <Yeah>. Chuck Heidel. <laughs> so, and he stayed away from everybody, but you know, they it's not like they were wearing yeah. masks and they weren't they weren't distancing from each other. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay, well, hmm, we're not, it's, it's weird. Like sometimes there's this ironclad standard of like, yeah, we're not going to do this. And then sometimes yeah. it's like somebody just seems to think it's okay to just not really do that. So we're, we're, of course, everybody, you know, has moments where we don't do things perfectly. So we're just trying to work together as a family, but who knows, maybe, maybe before there's a vaccine, if there's some way to, you know, safely do stuff. Um, apparently there are, there are running masks too. Um, to, for like high altitude training to kind of simulate that. Yeah, I've read some things about those. <laughs> uh, the val- the validity of whatever they're pushing doesn't seem sound, uh, but who knows? Um, it, it sounds more so like you're just suffocating yourself for the sake of it. Yeah, maybe. It's, they, I mean, some people enjoy that. I, I mean, guess. yeah, I mean, definitely at times, I guess. <laughs> But uh, people are into some weird shit. That's for sure. Yeah, everybody's got their little thing, their little kink. Yeah, or or they're but, a big uh, thing, you know. That's true. If if you're lucky. <laughs> uh, but we've quickly devolved here. Uh, but yeah, it's good to see you. You are now the the veteran of the part time rock star podcast Woo! as a uh, yes. third time. Third time uh, guest, I believe. Yeah, I, this is... It's, a, been, it's been pretty slow. It was weird because, like, during the quarantine there, everybody was, like, you know, ready to chat about whatever. But I guess, I don't know, people have gotten back to their lives. So it's been a little bit slower. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, if you got... I'll try to keep it alive, though. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, if you got any more... Um, 
um, any more commercials for new products coming out, definitely let me know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know where those come from. So. Yeah. I, I guess I got to talk know. to the source. Yeah. Maybe throw one in here. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Well, thanks yeah. for thanks for having me on. It's it's always a pleasure, and uh, I'm glad we I'm glad we remembered to to record this one on my end this time. So last time oh, yeah. we, we dropped that ball on that because uh, I thought you were recording and you thought I was recording. <laughs> yeah, that's helpful for sure. But yeah, I should be able to get this one out pretty quick. Uh, I got to work tomorrow, so sometimes that actually bodes well. If it's a slow day at work, I can uh, kind of edit and then uh, maybe I'll have her out by Friday. Sweet. Who knows? Yeah, let me know. I'll, I'll definitely promote it to the fans. Sweet. Well, I'll try to tune in when I can. And uh, all that. Awesome, dude. So. Yeah, the concert is coming up uh, September 6th, uh, 8.30 p.m. EST. So, Yeah, maybe I'll take a sound bite of what you just said and punch that in at the beginning, too. Okay, sweet. Or or, or just text me or something <laughs> so I can okay. make, sure, make sure I have that prominently uh, displayed somewhere on this. Sweet. Yeah, will do, man. So, all right, well, total. Tell everybody I said hi. We'll do you as well, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to to hang out soon in a COVID COVID free country. You never know. We will see. Yep. All right, dude. All right. Peace, man. Later. So yeah, thanks for tuning in, and uh, thanks to Luke for coming on and uh, being the first third time guest on this podcast you can check out his next live show online uh, Sunday September 6th like I said I'll uh, see if I can add that event bright link in here uh, personally I guess uh, my band the hollow truce I'm gonna try to get a uh, new EP out for that this fall should be going in the studio in the next couple weeks so I will give an update on that and uh finally yeah if you're looking to do a podcast and promote your own music you can always hit me up otherwise uh see you next time and i ache to remember all the violent sweet perfect words that you said if i could walk on a water if i could tell you what's next i'd make you believe I'd make you forget